Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic University podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Canton III. There is no white bread Jake Christie. Jake is off this week. And why we're here is to, of course, talk about the Disney Plus series She-Hulk, episode five. And yes, I do have a, I do have a substitute. And I could think of no other substitute than the man, the myth, the actual legend, Mariano Bivens, Bomb it's Network, good, the Society Pod, Barber's Chair Network. He's doing mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, Mari, yeah, yeah. welcome back to the program. Friend of no, the show is here. Always friend of the show, man. You know what I'm saying? Happy to be here. Always. I'm always happy to be here, man. Love what y'all got going on. Um, yeah, Jake is out. Shout out to Jake, man. He's big shoes to fill. You know what I mean? So, you know, we here. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what we can get cooking with this. So <laughs> So this episode is mean, green, and straight poured into these jeans. Oh, man. Yes, yes. And as customary, as when we have somebody who hasn't been on in a bit and hasn't talked about this so far. So give me your general thoughts on She-Hulk to this point as we enter episode five. Um, Well, number one, I want to say that like I was kind of reluctant to tap into the series only because I was like, okay, She-Hulk, like, I'm seeing the previews, I'm seeing the pictures and the footage, and I'm like, man, I hope they don't like goof this out or something, man. You know what I mean? Like, I really mm-hmm. hope they don't, because you know, I thought I thought it you know could have some potential if done right. So it took me a minute to kind of get on with it, but as soon as I watched one episode, just to kind of see, I was in. Like, I was sold from the from the jump. Like that, this show has been incredible. I'm glad that I checked it out. And if there's anybody who still might be on the fence or still just kind of like, eh, I don't know. Please, this is a must watch. I'm telling you, like this is, I love this show. Love it. Yeah, I think, I think the thing, and generally we've been talking about it so far in the series, is that there is a lightness to it. There is a just fun having aspect to it. And honestly, like one of the things that has been stressed so far is the point that Marvel hasn't had the handle exactly on how to do TV yet. And I feel like this is the first time that they have TV structured correctly. And through these first four episodes and going into this one, you don't feel like like they always talk about in terms of the actors. And I even heard somebody from Star Wars talk about this, too, back at D23 last week where they go, well, we're making a 12 hour film or we're making a a six hour film as a lot of that, a lot of that type of jargon comes from people. And I think there's just been a lot of inconsistencies with that. So yeah. Trying to get themselves some room to be like, well, stick with us. You know, it ain't ain't gonna all hit, but stick with us. And it's like, nah, come on. Yeah. Cause overall it's one of those things where, so give, give you an example, like Falcon and the winter soldier, Mm -hmm. you have, um, the the whole six hour kind of like Captain America, you know, needing a loan and all this yeah. other stuff. And and it just structurally, I would say, like you see those inconsistencies show up where you wonder, did this need another episode or did this end too fast? Right. Did they get character development right here? So far to this point, as far as this show is concerned, I have felt in terms of consistency and just character not only the character development is a lot more prevalent than most people would think because a lot of people think this is just for laughs but i think this episode is actually just another example of that where 
we get the identity stuff and, and and things like that. So let's jump right in in terms of this episode. So essentially, the plot of this episode is Titania has trademarked She-Hulk, selling all of the <laughs> the oils and the exfol- exfoliation. I was looking and all for that wave grease up there, wave oil or wave wash or something. I was looking for something just to you know see how authentic it was going to be, but. Unfortunately, they ain't had that. But I guess fortunately they didn't have it because they ended up, you know, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to what happened, their fate and all that. Right. And yeah, so yeah, Titania's doing the most. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer enlists the help of Mallory Book to, <laughs> you know, and shout out to, again, Black is Beautiful. Absolutely. Uh, Man, listen, tell me about it. Miss Ma- Miss Ma- uh, Renee Elise Goldberry, yes. uh, shout out to you. What a mm-hmm. performance in this episode. But yeah. So essentially, she enlists her to get get the uh, trademark issue solved in that in that instance. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, we got our girl Nikki. Love Nikki. She's great <laughs> in this so far. And <laughs> and a, and a growing a growing star in this show, the homie Pug, um, in their own separate storyline. Yeah, trying to trying to get uh trying to get that merch, and yeah. also trying to get uh was it. Known as the drip broker. The drip broker, so, yo, that was <laughs> that was crazy, man. Yeah, that was man. Crazy. So we had a different name for that well come from, but that was good. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, uh give me your general thoughts on this yeah. episode before we get into specifics. I'll tell you the first thing that jumped out to me on this episode was the name that they chose. I don't think it was a coincidence that they chose Titania because the star of the show, her real name is Tatiana. Now, that might just be something small that's just like, whatever, but you rearranged <laughs> them letters, and I, I feel like that wasn't just a coincidence. Um, So I thought that was great. I thought that was like a funny little, it kept me laughing throughout the episode, just kind of like, even when there was nothing, you know what I mean? Like, nothing overtly funny. I was just like, mm, like that name is just, it was just good. It kept me, you know, hooked on yeah. that. Um, I think a- another part of it is that the subtle part where she just keeps the suit on, even after she's not She-Hawk anymore, is yeah. hilarious to me, because like- <laughs> As soon as I said something about it, um, she 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 was right there with her at uh at like or I guess you can call it lunch. They went out for drinks, and she was like, "I thought she was gonna get better clothes." And I'm like, "I just <laughs> said this." So um, yeah, no, this episode was great, man. Like like I said, up to this point, I've I've absolutely loved the direction that they're going in. And this episode right here was like, shit, it might be my favorite so far. To be honest, like it was it was it was good, like really good. Yeah, it's it's interesting, and I think that. This was one of the sh- this is one of the shorter ones, but it does feel like and talking into a lot of people in our discord and and the general audience as far as this show concerned, this show flies, man. Like it flies by in a good way where it leaves you wanting more. You'd be so mad so, when it's over with like, nah, ain't no way. Like, no way. Let us yeah. get a couple more minutes, please. <laughs> yeah, I had the same I had the same feeling as so because we got the first four episodes early and. When I finished episode four and episode four was such a banger, I was like, oh, damn, I got to wait a whole month to watch episode five. I was sitting there like, you know, <laughs> uh, struggling. But um, it was nice to get it back this weekend. Yeah, I think we'll start here. One of the things that I truly, truly love about this show from the beginning is that the underlying story in the background, which does end up being the main story, is Jennifer and her identity as She-Hulk? What yeah. uh, what does that mean? What is that like? 
So in the last episode, she had the dates. She had the dates with the four yep. gentlemen. And they all went in varying ways of disaster. <laughs> Even the last one, as good as it may have ended up in the yeah. sheets. The next day, it didn't, it didn't end up so well for her because crazy. that was. Didn't that feel well, terrible? First of, all, first of all, it felt terrible because she has immaculate feet. Let's just get that out the way. Right? <laughs> and they make it a point to show her feet all the time. I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm alone here with noticing. Like they make it a point to show her barefoot a lot during the show. So it's not just me. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that Mari's back on this show, man. So, I'm here, but man. you're right though. I'm here, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. so I just assumed that you know this dude is still be in bed on some boomerang shit, like still cuddling. Like, yeah, this is what's going on right now. But it was an ill ending because she's not like a she's not a bad look, and they're not propping her up to be like this bad looking woman that you just have to settle for. So when she came out of the She Hulk stage and went back to regular, he was just like, "Yeah, I think I'm gonna bounce up out of here." And it was just like, "Damn, like that's an interesting dynamic right there. This is kind of wild." Yeah, and I think I mean from even the dude that she first she first had the date before she changed up the profile, and the dude walked away and said, "Oh, yeah. I, he was on the phone. He was like, oh, this is this is like a called it like a six. Yeah, I was, I was like, yo, what is that? Yeah. Like, what's <laughs> holy shit? But um, but yeah, what ends up happening here as far as her individual story is is so in order for her to win this case against T- Titania, essentially. She has to relive the embarrassing aspects of those yep. dates. And yep. I think what the the last gentleman said as far as like, oh, you know, Jen is not my type, but She-Hulk is amazing. Yeah. Has kind of reinforced the stuff that we've slowly seen come to right. the forefront in the previous four episodes as far as like, as far as Jennifer's concern, like she wants to be this lawyer. She wants to be her. She wants to be who she is, but She-Hulk is kind of in the way, but also it yeah. affords her a even, lot of things that are positive. Even when, you know, she got the new job right away, it was like she was just in love with it. The idea, like, yes, they want me. Like, I'm out here. And then it was like, the only thing is you got to be She-Hulk all the time. And she was like, oh, like, damn. You know what I mean? Like, shit started yeah. to set in for it. It started to get real. Like, oh, wait a minute. This She-Hulk shit is like, hmm. Don't know how yeah. I feel about it, but I have to accept it. Like it is what it is now. Right. And it's kind of like, and I could kind of I could oh, I'm glad I can actually kind of get this this one in here. Because I at first I thought I wasn't gonna be able to say any hashtag washed agenda this week, but because it wasn't on the episode. But this goes back to hashtag washed agenda from episode one when Bruce was kind of explaining to her, like when you're a hero, stuff like this is gonna happen. Like you're gonna have to deal with certain aspects in terms of your life. And giving that part up to be a hero. And that that push and pull has been examined in a different way here as opposed to some other shows, which I've really come to um, appreciate and enjoy so far, especially from the woman angle, because I think as a man, we can never see and we can never truly understand as we could be advocates. We can be very, very sympathetic to to the whole cause. But we will never know. So I right, think in, right. in seeing that story play out so far, it's been not only fun, but it's been interesting yeah, seeing her yeah. try to Absolutely. deal with this. Is there anything like for you that you've seen? Because I, I feel like a lot of times this type of stuff can get lost in the laughter and the funniness. And it's a really funny show. So it's easy to for that to happen. But 
in terms of her Jennifer and seeing how her story has evolved to this point, like she makes, she makes the comment to Mallory after the, after the trial is over, she goes, um, I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to need to be in some therapy for, yeah. for, for a little bit after then. I know she says it in jest, but I think she was serious. You see the looks on her face of being uncomfortable mm-hmm. in the courtroom and all that stuff. So yeah. what do you think about Jennifer's journey and how that's gone? So um, I, I think it's, I think it's super relatable to a lot of people, uh, specifically women for sure. But I think just a lot of people in general, because you see her, it's like, oh yeah, she's She-Hulk, right? Like she got powers. And then even when she's not She-Hulk, she's a seemingly successful woman attractive woman but she's still not even all the way happy like she's still going through shit she still has issues within dealing with this newfound like i guess you call it fame or you know whatever she doesn't necessarily want that it's like this is just my life now you know and so when they had the drinks she said you know i'm so glad we're friends and and then she looked at her and she was like damn did i just say that out loud like you can (laughs) tell like there's a part of her like something is missing so you know, to me, I took that to, to look at people like you might see these people and you might look and see what they have and compare it to what you don't have and whatever else. But you don't know their story. Like, you don't know what they're going through. because She's going through it. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? So, like you yeah. said, with all the jokes and everything else, like that's cool and that's fine. But she's there's some layers there. Absolutely. And to kind of like play on that going forward, I'm I'm interested where this heads, because you have. We, we have these little teases that we get of, I mean, we've already seen in the in the caption of the midseason trailer that we will see Matthew Murdoch at some point. Um, we'll get to the we'll get to the last scene of the episode later, but she's going to meet different people and how those people influence her and how that changes her and makes her evolve. I, I love I love Tatiana and what she's doing with this character. Um, I love the the writing so far. Jessica Gow and Co have done a really good job. So as far as as far as Jennifer goes, I'm I'm excited for that. But I want to talk about Mallory Book because yeah. we saw her briefly in episode three. We get a lot more of her here. She is incredibly confident. She has she she just exudes. She got it together. She just yeah. looks like she's the person to go to for the answers. Like she has it. She got it. And it, just an incredible, just an incredibly strong woman. And I just love, I just love the performance. I thought it was, I thought it was awesome. She makes the, she makes the comment where, you know, about, about Jen's clothes, where she goes, she doesn't need her to dress like a like a football player pleading no contest to a DUI, and it's a great, a great line. Just like a, a honestly, it's a tremendous line. But so, in terms of Mallory Book, listen, obviously, we love seeing we we love seeing black women uh, on screen. Like black is beautiful, baby, all the time. I get to get to even say it a little bit more this week, but but yeah, man, tell tell me a little bit what you thought about Mallory in this episode, and even her and Jen kind of hitting it off. At the, with drinks at the end. And you know, and that's that's kind of where I wanted to start was where it was like, Jen just went through all of these things with, with all of these men, right? It's different. Like you gotta, you planning shit out and you thinking it's gonna go this way and you you running into four different personalities. Whereas like with, with her, immediately there's something inside of you that says we're friends now because like you make me feel good. You know what I mean? Like mm. that was just a great, instant connection and it kind of was like shit i don't need men i think i need men i need women friends like i think i need just yeah i think i just need more women around me and i think i mean shit i 
you can probably all relate to that. Like more women around is better. Like the energy is good. You know, it's, it's just better like that, you know? So, so with her, it's her true. presence, I think moving forward, even, even in the courtroom, I'm sitting there like, oh, they got them. Like they got this shit. They, they're done. You know, like Jen yeah. them, they're finished. And she says, oh, we just, <laughs> before he could even finish his old argument, it was like, oh, wait a minute. We got one more clip. And she played, and I was just like, man, the poise, yes, the just kind of, you know, the focus. She's like, she's operating on some quarterback, point guard type of time. Like, look, I got it. No matter what, just clear out. She doing this shit that they said Kobe was doing, and the, you know, like they said, when you see him do that, just get out the way. Like they know yeah. it's the ISO. She was calling ISO every single time, and um, even when she met with uh, Jen in the office, it's, it was just a real stern, like, listen, <laughs> here's what it is, right? This is exactly mm-hmm. what it's gonna be. And, and then everything played out. So, I mean, I think that um, she's, she's probably become like an instant favorite now that you get to see like a little more moving yeah. forward. It's like I want, now I want to see more and I want to see more of her and Jen's dynamic because that friendship, she said, I think that's probably going to come back up. It's, it, yes. it has to come back up. Yes. And I think and this is an example, again, of what the TV sitcom can do a week. You have a week where you can spotlight Wong. You have a week where you could spotlight shout out to Wong. Wong and, <laughs> yeah, shout out to Wong and Madison from last week. You got these kind of like special guest stars. It kind of brings you back to like the old school days of watching sitcoms. Like you could think of, um, I mean, I think of Martin and just like we'll have the special guest star of the week come on and, and stuff like that. That yep. time Biggie, Biggie was on the show. Yep. Like stuff like Charles that. Charles Barkley and all that. Charles- yep. Yeah, yep. uh, the Jamie Foxx show when Gary Payne showed up that one time. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Yeah, so Kevin like Garnett and, was on there, like, bro. I mean, yeah, yeah, man, it was yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, and that, back now, man. <laughs> yo, no, listen, man, we could go back for uh, all these things, but <laughs> but that's the thing, like when when we talk about sitcoms and what that can do, this show feels like something that can go on for a couple of seasons. Like you can yeah. get a couple of seasons out of this in this manner because of the type of stories that you can tell. And it's without... replay value. That, that's most yes. important. Like, I, I feel like there's a lot of replay value in the show because when you look at Jen, because I think she's growing every episode, it gives you room to kind of go back and start it from episode one, even if you're all caught up now and be like, wait a minute, let me see if I can figure out like what this, you know what I mean? Like now you try to yeah. go back and really see it happen again. You know, I, I know for me, some of these episodes I'm looking at and I was just like, damn, like this was, Hmm. Let me go spin this back real quick. Let me let me see what's going on. You know, I'll, uh, this, it, like I said, this this shit is great. Like you said, the writing, all of it is. No, I think you the the replay value is a very very astute point there because I've watched this show probably now. I watched this episode twice today for this, but I've also watched the previous four a bunch of times. Like not only in preparation for this. But it, yes, it is easy. And I think the point that you make of kind of seeing like where certain character breaks and certain character things mm-hmm. happen uh, specifically for Jen has been something more so than a lot of the other Disney Plus shows that I've watched. Yeah. Like, for instance, like I liked Moon Knight, but it's not something that I, I feel like I'm going to go and rewatch Moon a bunch Knight of times. frustrated me so much. I like it. Let me say that. I liked it. Oh, it frustrated me so much. It okay, did. so I'm gonna so I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad you said that. So I'm gonna tell you to put a pin on that for okay, now. Cool. <laughs> We're gonna revisit this point at the Perfect. towards the end of the episode. Perfect. But um 
yeah, I think when it comes to replay value, yeah, and that's the thing. That's the thing about sitcoms. Sitcoms mm-hmm. have replay value. Yep. And that's where you get like little side stories like the pug and Nikki story mm-hmm. this week where they go from trying <laughs> to find the drip broker and everything like first when Nikki breaks out the Chinese. Um, <laughs> it was like, yo, <laughs> at the shop, she says, oh, did I say it wrong? Like, like little, little shit like that. And I feel such shame. <laughs> um, pug talking about. I got, I, I got, uh, can we be online for the Iron Man threes? Yeah. And I was and I, and, <laughs> just like little stuff like that. So, you know, he, we find out Pug's a sneakerhead. So we learn oh. these like little random things. And I think the most recent example of a sitcom, like having this type of impact is um, Abbott, El- Abbott Elementary. 1,000%. Has, has, shout has out that to Saint- shout out to everybody yeah. over there. Yeah, Don't shout out to them for, for, for winning all them awards. Yes. Um, yes. Season two next week. I'm looking yes. forward to yes. that. Gang, gang. But but yeah, man. So like, I think in terms of like what the MCU has offered so far in Disney Plus shows, like, it's just so refreshing to see something like this. Yeah, where it's Hell just yeah. a, was just a lot of fun. But um, but yeah, let's talk about Pug and Nikki first. So Pug yeah. and Nikki. <laughs> I think just the camaraderie between them right at the start of it, mm-hmm. where. Where Pug is going like, yo, go online with me. And then she and, and then she's like, oh, well, you know, I can only do this if you do a favor. And and then they have that little interplay there. Um, Ginger Gonzaga, who plays uh, Nikki and Josh Segara, who yeah. um, I had previously liked from when he played uh, Prometheus on Arrow. Uh, I can't remember what see what see yeah. that was season five, I believe. Yeah. So but yeah, those two those two together was a nice like fun and it gave Nikki something to do. Mm-hmm. I think Nikki's like the type of person you want to have ride for you cuz like she really she really will ride for you. But but tell me what you thought of of their interplay because that was a lot of fun this week. No, it definitely was. It it, it was fun and again like you said like the whole sneakerhead angle um the waiting in line thing. I remember years ago like immediately when I saw that scene, I remember uh my wife went with me to the midnight release of Grand Theft Auto 5. Like, mm-hmm. so when when he says that and it's like to Iron Man 3s and it's like, no, this shit is important. Yeah. This is very important to him. <laughs> and it's like, I'm asking you of all people, every, every anybody else like that, I want you right there with me. Some good energy with me right there. Like, yeah, we're, we're locked in now. Like, we're tied in for sure. So I, I, I do love that. Um, It's one of those things where I wouldn't mind seeing like a What's like the EP version of like a series? What's like a, a mini series or something? Like what's the oh like a spinoff or yeah, something like me, that? Like, like give me give me like six episodes of them just doing them. Give me give me like six of them or or whatever. How many you got to do to meet that little quota? Give me four episodes of them, and I'll sign up and yeah. I'll pay the little couple dollars to watch. Like I'll watch that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's that's what their connection like did for me right there because even after they went through all of that, right? They went through like the funny, the awkward. And then like the real where he's like, yeah, all right, come back through here. And the next scene is them wearing everything, like yes. wearing it all, like <laughs> shirt over the uh, shirt, the hat with the, and it's like. Avengers, it, Avengers. The, uh, exact, bro. Like I'm. Shout I'm out to in. Bootleg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm in on that. I'm, I'm in for all of this type of stuff because it reminds me of Martin. Again, we keep talking about sitcoms and classic sitcoms because. You know, bro, man did the Whitty Hutton shirts, not Whitney Houston. They got those on. It's like, it's just the same thing. Same thing that made me love Martin is what made me love these episodes. Like, like this show is really, again, like for people who had like maybe high expectations and you're like satisfied because it met those expectations. 
I went into it kind of reluctant. So I think everything I'm getting now is a bonus. So when you give me things like this on top of it, like I'm 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 here. How many seasons you tell me that they've signed on for? I'm here. Note to note to Marvel Studios, if if you want to keep the folks around and keep the folks interested, listen. You can do all of the <laughs> the normal stuff and the and the regular fans will be there. But if you really wanna keep people on Stuff like this is kind of like the template it's of important. It's important. of what uh of what TV, especially on the TV side, films obviously are different. You can do different things with those, but on the TV side, this is something that ha- that is an example of hey, if you want something to score, then this is kind of like the template. And again, it it goes to everybody involved in, around the show, and like you said, the actors in particular, like you have all of these people who have, you know, exude so much charisma that you want to see. Listen, that Madison thing, it's it's not, it really is nuts how, like, they brought, like, some character who was just, like, they're supposed to be there, like, one time, and she, like, took over the whole episode. And, like, stuff like that that That's we've true. seen so far yeah. has been truly, truly amazing. But um, I do also want to talk about uh, Miss Titania because... yes. She is the she's the central figure. <laughs> we briefly saw her in episode one as she got her ass handed to her. Yeah. And then now <laughs> she's she's selling all them products. Um she's she's doing the most Man. just the way that she is. And even kind of like even with her getting her ass handed to her, it almost felt like she was kind of intimidating Jen in this episode a little bit, which yeah. I thought was was it was interesting. Shout out to Jamila Jamil. What did you think of Titania in this episode as we got to see her more um, kind of be the, the front and center? I thought that the, the, the biggest kind of like, you know, the stamp on who she is and what she's about is her snapping pics in court. Like this shit is going down in a major way. Like this shit could be very bad for you, very good. You don't know. And she just ended like with the with the shutter on like the sound is on you can hear this and i'm just like yo <laughs> this is just her like this is just what it is so you you can see it from the from the image right like the hair all of it from when you first see her it's like yeah she's going to be she's going to be a, a a problem like she's going to be some shit to reckon with so to seeing her more in this episode is like i just feel like they 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 continue to do a great job of the character development because again like you pointed back to we can we can look at them from one episode see them in a completely different episode where they get more time and it's like, oh, this is what they're, you know what I mean? So the yeah. again, like the writers, this is another win for the writers because you see her and it's easy to go against her because Jen is the, you know, obviously like this is, this is her, this is who we're rooting for. Right. But in that moment, it's like, I'm, maybe I'm not rooting against her, but it's like, shit, man, I want to <laughs> hear what she got to say. Like, I kind of want to, I don't want her to go, to way, go away so easy. You know, she, she's interesting. I like her. No, I just love the way that Mallory kind of like dismisses her in <laughs> when she's talking to Jen initially. She's like, this is the person that you let yeah, get yeah. past illegally <laughs> let her uh, you uh, maneuver you and, and stuff like that. But now, like when you an influencer and it's like it kind of plays to, to true life, like you could just say whatever the hell you want and people will buy it. And, and your friends are looking at you and be like, wait a minute, this is the dude. And you're like, bro, listen. No, nah, it, it is it's a it's, it's a it's a real thing, and so like it, it kind of goes to the beginning of the episode where Jen and Nikki go to see Titania, and she got the whole like little little shop thing going on, 
And it just reminds me of like how sometimes the outlet stores will have have yeah. joints like that. <laughs> and yeah. what was what was that? What was that shit she was selling? Some boot some some booty uh, was, lotion uh, or something? It was it was um was it was it boot it was a boost? A it was booty, booty boost, booster. Booty boost, yeah, uh, booty, booty boost shake or smoothie or some shit. What was it? Yeah, it was booty something like something. It was yeah, something I think it was like a booty that. booster, yeah. Nah, the wild part is they used they used the booty boost joint in the credits for the, the homie from uh, G G L K and H, yeah, yeah. The, the the old dude. So I was like, oh shit, like, yeah. but yeah, man. Um, nah, Titania is a Titania is a lot of fun, and we so one of the things that we look at now as we're a little bit more than halfway through. We got four episodes left. Mm-hmm. There's still a lot to get to. We don't have we we still Abomination got out of prison, but I, I'm sure that he's not just gonna do the whole namaste thing. Right, right. Yo, for sure. For sure. Hell no. Villains always lie. We got Titania who looked dead in Jen's face and said, This is not over. So you know right. for a fact it is not over. Right. And as we saw. As we saw right towards the end um, of this episode, as Jen was looking, Jen finally got to the drip broker and he provided her with some clothing and some wear. Mm-hmm. And there was something that happened to be left out on the table yes. in a in a box. And it happened to be the Daredevil helmet. Yes. And we will be seeing Matt Murdock at some point in this series. I had to rewind that shit just to make sure. Like, I know what I saw, but I said, wait a minute. Those ain't just anybody's. That ain't just the whole nah. Bring that back. Who, what is this? And I saw it and I said, there we go. Now we it's, now we cooking. <laughs> yes, no, no. Now we are absolutely cooking. I I am incredibly excited for whatever. It doesn't have to be next week. It just knows that we're we just know that we're gonna get one thousand uh Daredevil back. It's funny, like you were on with us for season three of Daredevil mm-hmm. uh when we recapped it. Big fan, obviously, yeah, of Charlie amazing. Cox and yeah, of what Charlie Cox and and Co were able to do. Mm-hmm. Just just let me know your like your your levels of excitement as we kind of know that this is this is building toward yeah. towards his return. I know you said it doesn't have to be next episode, and it doesn't. It really doesn't. It, it will take no points away if it's not. But man, do I want the next opening scene just to be some Daredevil shit? <laughs> I just I want it so because. Because Daredevil, I feel, was a show that was done so right. Yeah. Just incredible. Um, just that, just in general, period. Like, I just want to see more of it. So so now, to know that now I'm falling in love with this show, and he's going to be on this now, I need to see in what capacity, and I need to see exactly when it's going to happen. But I'm, but I'm here. I'm on the edge of my seat for this shit. Like, I'm, I'm hyped. I'm super hyped for this shit. Nah, this is, you me, know, I'm hyped for this shit. Yeah. Like, if somebody told me, Monte was coming back to play basketball right now. I'm hyped for it like that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Okay. That that's that's a real levels of excitement. <laughs> yeah. Holy yeah. shit! All right. Um, I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah. For me, I think ever since Daredevil ended, um, I just remember the Save Daredevil campaign that went on online. Shout out to those people who started it and found a way to not be toxic about it, like some other fan groups. And. Oh, man. And eventually they brought back the people that we enjoyed so much to it. It's just really exciting knowing that this character is going to come back and love Charlie Cox, love what he what he did so far to this point. 
And just to get that little that little Easter egg there, the helmet, we're going back to the OG comics uh, suit so far with the yellow. It's gonna it's gonna be interesting for sure. And I guess before we move on to to uh, a point that you brought up earlier that I wanted to hit. Like, so in terms of what's left for this show as it continues, what do you look forward to seeing what what maybe answers to certain questions as far as characters are concerned? Are you interested in give me your like overview of what you want to see next? I think the main thing I want to see is the all Jennifer episode. I want to see the all Jennifer episode, her just dealing with just. Jennifer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to go outside and be She-Hawk. I don't want to be, you know, having to wear so many different hats. I just want to be Jennifer. The phone is ringing. I'm not answering texts. I'm not doing... I want to see what's going on because, again, when you hear comments like the friend thing and the identity thing, there's something going on with her that she can't keep balancing by just having good days as She-Hawk because, you know, people are treating her this kind of way. But then having terrible days as Jen, you know, as Jenny, when it's like, I just want to chill. And it's like, nah, but you, this got to happen. And it's like, nah, let me just see the day where she say, F all that. This is a Jenny day. Like, let's, I, yeah. I want to see that. I want to see that episode or those two episodes or however long it takes for them to figure that out. That's like the number one thing right now um, for me. Like, aside from, you know, again, uh, the, the Matt Murdock. But like, I'm, I'm ready for yeah. the Jen episode. That's, that's what's kind of on my list. Yeah, I would say for me, as we have four more episodes, uh, I want to see what we saw those dudes attack her uh, a couple of episodes ago. I'm sure that's going to come back into play, whoever their boss happens to be. Personally, I think it's the abomination. Mm. But um, mm. and them trying to get her blood. She cleaned them that, up. The, yeah, yeah, she took care of them. But like the fact that they were trying to get her blood does seem like something that's going to come back and be a plot point. So I want to see what comes of that. Daredevil, obviously, I'm excited for. And I want to see how this Titania thing plays out. It, will it be something with Titania, Titania and Abomination together? I mm. always think about stuff like that when the villains always like to team oh, up at, at some point. Yeah, that might be tough. That might be that, tough. Th- <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like the idea of something like that. And... Listen, all of these other ancillary characters are great. Um, yeah. Even Jen's family. We even got the oh, the, the cousin coming through trying what? to sell <laughs> shit that wasn't even Jen's. That's just because it had the She-Hulk joint on yeah. it. And then he still tried to be like, well, you know, like the whole trademark thing, thing <laughs> is if if you had gotten to it first, it would have been yours. And <laughs> he really thought he was smart by saying that. <laughs> so. So he continues to be uh, a little thorn in Jennifer's side. That's right there, too. I ain't going to lie, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's accurate. <laughs> but yeah, man. So this show, has been, this show has been a lot of fun. Looking forward to see where it goes. Yeah, but, but while you're here, Mari, we should, yeah. we should spend some time. Because since we haven't been here in a while, yeah, yeah. Um, we should catch up on kind of like what you've seen, what you've thought about like a lot of the, the MCU stuff. Because... Okay. Around here has been a lot of a lot of topic of conversation amongst fans. It's like phase four is like a little bit of struggles here. We got a little, you know, like dips and dives. We've had some real big highs. Spider-Man No Way Home is an example. And and so and some other stuff. So I guess let's start with this. You mentioned Moon Knight frustrating Mm -hmm. you. Talk to me. What you got? So Moon Knight was a show that I 
originally didn't plan on watching only because it was just kind of like not like like my wife and I we feed off of each other when it comes to uh movies shows and things like that so usually if she's excited about it I'll tap into it or if I'm excited about it you know it goes you know it goes both ways this was a show that we kind of both was kind of like whatever about we saw a lot of people make a lot of noise about it and I was like you know what a couple people whose opinion I respect said this was a decent watch let me tune in now it wasn't a bad watch yeah, I will admit, you know, it's it's not. I'm not saying it's a bad. It frustrated me because it reminded me of every season when, like, we were waiting on like Rudy Gay to make that turn, like that turn, and it just <laughs> didn't happen. Like, it just it felt like something was going to like, in in like even the high moments and shit like that. It didn't, it didn't like really move me in a way where I felt like satisfied. You know what I mean? Like satisfied with it. So I maybe think it's they, me. I- I think they could afford. I think think looking back on it now, I think they could have forced the issue with the Jake Lockley story. Right. That's one of the things that we talked about here was like as far as Jake Lockley was concerned, like okay, you did the tease once, you did the tease twice, just bring him out. And why can't we see him beat up everybody? Like that's right. why can't we see that? So right. we get the af we get we got the after effect effect in episode one. We got the same thing I think in episode three too. So like we had these teases and these lookbacks, and even in the finale they did the same thing where, oh. where where he where it looks like Mark is in a lot of trouble, yeah. and then all of a sudden the battle's over, and it yeah. just to me like I get that they're trying to do the DID stuff, the dissociative dissociative identity disorder thing. But at the same time, like we're here for that action, yeah. So like, that's Give what we're here. Something I, that's kind of right. I, I think I think that's exactly what, like that's the root of it. Like that's the root of my frustration. Where it's like they'll have it, and then it'll just be like it's over, and it's like ah. Oh. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> that part is no. It, I that part frustrated me because I felt like otherwise. I think the show was pretty good yeah. like i think overall like i in, i enjoyed the the back and forth i thought oscar isaac did a great job but he did amazing had- let me say he did amazing bro like that's that's one of the things that i'm kind of getting into a little bit more now is like focusing on what did you bring to the role that nobody else could mm-hmm. have and i really feel like oscar isaac brought something to this role that he owned this shit and that's the mark yeah. of a great performance so I, I don't want to I don't want to make this sound like he's being discredited because he did amazing. It's right. just the show in general, just the way that the shit was kind of given to us, like you just said. It just it just kind of felt like it never, you know what I mean? Like you you waiting you, on it. You know how like, some, yeah, yeah, you know how like you cooking something like you like you actually like yeah. I, I was just I literally was baking a cake today, <laughs> and it's almost as if I forgot to put the sugar in. Mm. Like if I forgot to put in the right the right amount of sugar, yeah. then guess what? Like the cake will look nice. Yeah. And, and the cake you, will. Come, you can't erase. The, you can't erase the anticipation that you felt and like your expectations. You can't erase that rush of like, oh, this is about the. So that's how I felt. Like I, I can't call yeah. it a bad watch because it did give me those moments of yes. excitement and like, oh, this is it. They're getting into it, and it'll be like, wait, that was it, and it's like, fuck, well, thanks, but damn, like. <laughs> I to, I to, I completely understand you on that one hundred percent. Um, is there anything else 
like from phase four because i remember you were on with the, yeah the last time you were on with us was for wandavision so basically oh, like this man. entire run of man. stuff we haven't we haven't talked so WandaVision. like give me oh. what you got on some stuff that that you like dislike give me everything you got so, and i'll and i'll and i'll play off it so around the time that we started watching uh loki I think we were just Loki fell victim to us watching too many things at once, and so we never mm-hmm. finished Loki. So we are planning on finishing Loki soon. You should because I like where they were going with it. I like I loved it. Loki is one of those characters where it's like if he's in it, I'll probably watch it more than likely. I'll watch it. You know what the best part of that, and and not to cut you, yeah. I'll let you continue. The best part of you not finishing Loki is my goodness gracious, what you get to see at the end of Loki. <laughs> yeah, it's see, just see, the fact that you haven't seen good. it yet is I know very it's good exciting. because you're excited for me. That's how that's it the is. mark of a good show where it's like, oh, you haven't seen this shit. Like I know yes. people that's like watching The Sopranos for the first time, but I'm like, I can't wait till you get to the when he do Yo, it. Shout, sh- shout out to poor Wong. Um, <laughs> Listen, man. Um, so that. I will say uh the um you know the was the, the the winter soldier, right? Talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> so I really honestly felt like they could have just given us like a movie. Yes. And I didn't I necessarily need so much because a lot of that stuff, while the, some of the information was important, it was mm-hmm. a lot of filler to get to the important stuff of the episode. And I think yes. by that point, you're just kind of like, what am I doing? You know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it's kind of disrespectful to the good parts because we can't just skip to the good parts because we need the other shit because we, we think it matters. So yeah. I wasn't the biggest fan of that one. Um, but, you know, but again, if they would have just gave us a movie, an hour and 20 minute movie about that, so because they had enough good parts to put together something that was like captivating. Overall, it just didn't. It didn't really. Do I didn't. No, I mean it didn't. No, I don't blame you. Like it's yeah. one of the thing. One of the shows that we were harshest on, um, just for I feel like mishandling of characters. Um, I think the John Walker thing they totally mismanaged because it's like, all right, so you have this guy who's like clearly like he's a dick. He's a bad. He's like a bad dude, and you could have just leaned into that. You have the episode four where he he kills a dude in front of everybody. And you have the look of 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 a different looking Captain America that's not the Captain America that we know. You could have played off that. So then you have the yes. fight in episode five where they fight for the shield and stuff. And that I thought was actually well done. I think you do that Absolutely. and that's fine. But then in the finale, they try to do a character rehabilitation thing. And he's not a character that needed one. It was, now yeah, I know they yeah. wanted to put him in this movie, um, the Thunderbolts movie that's coming out in right. a in a year or two. Right. I know they wanted to do that, but dog, you could have still made him an asshole, and that's fine. Like I, he's not somebody that people are going to root for, and that's like where there's a lot of issues with the show generally. But I feel like that one is the is the one that if you wanted to highlight something, that is what yeah. I would highlight in terms yeah. of a. Terms of an issue. No, I would agree because, like you said, you didn't you didn't need to clean up anything there. It just is what it is. Like we already feel the way we feel, and we kind of don't want to feel different about him. Like we, I don't want to look at like that's not the same. It's not the same thing anymore now. Like you ruined it now. Like yeah. I'm cool. And the funny thing is, like the more that I think about it, 
is like even if you wanted to go from a race standpoint, right? So wait a minute. So this white dude who who's just killing people in cold blood. Now we're gonna like gloss up. It reminds me of um the the tweet that they the, the tweet that they <laughs> that somebody sent like where they have those um those newspaper headlines where goes when it's always a white dude killing his family or something like that jet skis and you shit know? yeah <laughs> and the jet skis and shit yeah like it's kind of, it's kind of like that so yeah that's where that stuff didn't land and i think listen for a lot of people in a lot of instances anthony mackie can be a tough sell for folks um at times i think he i just think oh, i fun. just it, <laughs> I think just generally for me, he just always had looks like he has a funny look on his face. Yeah, so it, it looks uh, like he's always in on the joke, but he's trying to like yeah. not show people that he's in on it. Like the people who yes. don't know he's in on, it, he's like, mm. the people <laughs> yes, that's know yes. they're like Anthony. Come on, like real <laughs> word, but but yeah. So that that's that's the story on that. Is there any? Is there anything? Tell me what you thought of something good like Spider Man No Way Home. Spider-Man No Way Home was amazing, and it took us a minute to watch it. Uh, we watched that, and I believe the what was the last, what was the, what was the other joint that was out around? Well, not out around that time, but that we watched the Batman joint. We well, watched Batman, and then we watched uh, right, Spider-Man right. the same night. Spider-Man was incredible. Like, yeah, my son loves Spider-Man number one, right? So he's down to watch anything Spider-Man involved. I have the game on the PS Five, and he he will he will try to sit there, he will play that. That was incredible. The last mm-hmm. Doctor Strange. Oh my God, man! Listen, I I rooted for Wanda the whole time. Let me just tell y'all that most people did. Hey, I rooted for Wanda the whole movie, and a part of me kind of felt like, like, damn, am I in the minority or do people feel like me? Because like, I'm. She's not bugging. She's not <laughs> bugging. Like she's mm-hmm. you know so. The good, the good is gonna always be Wanda. Like she's come on. Oh, she's yeah. one of those characters now where it's like. I don't care where you put her, what you like, I'm going to see it. Um, so yeah, Spider-Man for sure though. That was a oh my like that's the sh- that's the shining star of phase four. Yeah, that's shining star. That's really the one. Like when you talk about these Spider-Man movies, a lot of people have their, you know, their favorites and the ones that's near and dear. I remember seeing the first Spider-Man at the drive-in, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if y'all know about that. Some people that's listening, you may not know about the drive-in theater where you could hashtag watch agenda. And, watch the agenda. You know what I'm saying? You pull up, you put the speaker in your car, roll it up, and you hear the movie. And you, <laughs> see, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm I'm really from that. So to see this one, I, I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment, but goddamn, like it's this is the best one. Like, is yeah. Me, um, like, <laughs> I would like I have said before that. I think that Infinity War is the best MCU movie. Oh, I think it's the, oh yeah, wait. I'm only talking about Spider-Man movie. Oh, yeah. No, I actually agree with you on that, too. But MCU? No, like MCU, I have actually, Infinity I have No Way Home War? at number two. I got Infinity War number one, Spider-Man No Way Home number two. Infinity War is one of those movies that lived up to, it lived up to the hype that I wish, what was the X-Men joint with, um, the one after Days of Future Past. Oh, you're talking about Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Now, I'm going to tell you this. Now, I'm going to say this because I think we had this conversation yeah. before. Yeah, we have. When we got done with Days of Future Past, I, I watched the end of that movie. I was with my wife. We was at the, you know, we saw it. The end yeah. of Days of Future Past with the, you know, the end credit and everything and it's Apocalypse. And I was like, oh, I said, oh, that's, I said, it's that's about to be going on. to be the greatest movie ever. 
and it wasn't. God damn it. It wasn't. It just it just damn wasn't. It. it really wasn't. Man. So yeah, it, it it just was one of those. But Infinity War, the hype that Infinity War had to go through, the hype. Yeah. It was like, damn, oh, wait a minute. He's supposed to be this. He's supposed to be that. And he was. He mm-hmm. was. They didn't downplay it and make it seem like it wasn't, you know, whatever. Nah. He won. Yeah. Like, I tell <laughs> I will I will actually tell like new listeners because this uh, this was really early in our run. Um Mari, you were actually a part of um the uh, uh, one of our Infinity War episodes and yeah. you actually were the you were the one who predicted that the Avengers Endgame title would be Endgame. Endgame so like for any new listeners, yep, yep. like go back to like the this is a, talking about deep cuts right. from 2018 and 19. You're right, man. Yeah, check ooh, check those episodes a, ooh, out. Yeah, that was a good one. Because um it, it because it could have went in a, in a couple of different directions. And I and I just always remember when it was like we're in the endgame and I was like, Oh, that's it. Yeah. That sound like a tidally ass line right there. Like yeah. hey, we're in the end game. Ooh. no you absolutely turn out to be right yeah i just no way home was just incredibly emotional i think the yeah it was a lot i think if you it was was almost too much i'm not gonna lie to you like it was it was almost it was was a point it was a point in the movie you probably know the point i'm talking about when it started to happen and i was like nope you know as a man with kids and responsibilities and shit you feel it when it's about to come and you like nope not right now. Don't do it. Nope. And I was just Very, like, nope, don't, please don't say, nope, don't do it. And it was just like, boop, boop, boop. it was just filling up. And I'm like, God damn it. So like, I always call, it's funny because I always call Spider-Man 3 the crying game because everybody in that movie oh, is crying. Man, yeah. Crying for nervous, crying. You're but right. I say it jokingly because like a lot of that movie ends up being kind of goofy. Absolutely. But this... No way home. No, it's just. Much. It is the most. It to this point, I have not watched a more emotional superhero film ever. And we this saw Tony heavy, and we saw Peter disintegrating Tony's hands. Yes. And this shit here, the end of it. Not even like leading up to it, where he's coming to terms with his fate and what this means moving forward. Not even that, because that was a lot. But it was too much after that. The, the end was too much. Because I'm like, aunt, look at the, the Aunt May, the Aunt May part. Like that man, sets everything. That sends it, everything man. off. Stop it. Man. The um, listen, the, the 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 having the talk with the other Peters, like all no. of that is just so heavy. It yeah. it hits you like a ton of bricks, man. Yeah, yeah, nah, for sure. That's what I'm saying. It was. Yeah, it's one of the movies. It's one of those movies where you're looking like, damn, dog, if anybody look over at me right now, this is me. This is just me in my purest form, yo. I'm, I'm in my feelings yeah. about this shit. This is sad. No, nah, it really <laughs> is sad. And I think it, no, it just played, it, it played on, I think, if you, if you just look at watching Spider-Man since 2002, when that original film came out, like the whole canon from that time, like nearly 20 years of yeah. Spider-Man movies on the screen. At the mm-hmm. same time, yep. and I think that's just so, and that's a that's a very difficult thing to pull off. Like a lot of people wondered where they're going to pull it off, and they did more than that every which, time. Yeah, every single time, and, and it survived. Not only did it survive, like you know, just like new people who were just like not born when the first one came out, or the second, or the third, or whatever, but it survived us who've been there from the beginning. Yeah, and we've seen it go through these. Ch- and, and we're the hardest people probably to please. 
because we saw the first one. You know, right. anybody that's around from this inception, you're never going to please them. And if you do, then you did an amazing job because over 20 years, we could have stopped caring a long time ago. We could have got one Spider-Man movie and been like, you know what? I'm cool on them. It's cool. But the fact that no. we're still tapped in and they're still out doing their last efforts is, is just incredible. No, absolutely. For sure. Um, is there any other high notes, any other low notes before we before we uh, shut this thing down? Um, Damn, man. I mean, as always, the high notes are always going to be Wanda for me. I think yeah. that's like the pinnacle. Like that's the. Because Wanda was such a chaotic, just a just a chaotic person. The character, the that show was like intense. Every single episode was like, oh, Wanda did exactly what I wanted Moon Knight to do. Show me the like. Let me that conflict is real. Explore yeah. that shit. Like tap all the way into that. Don't just don't dance around it. And, and that's now it. you know the funny part is some people were mad at the way that Wanda was in that movie, and it's like I don't. I, I mean, don't see, don't see the issue. I, I don't see the. Not only do I not see the issue, I don't see another way she could have been. Like, yeah. I really, I really don't see another way where it could have. You know what I mean? Um, you have, you have a really incredibly powerful person studying a dark magic book, and the dark magic book says, "Hey, you can use this to get your kids back." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, would you do it? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, it's, it's if it's, I asked you, would you do it? Would you do it? Ten I times out of ten. Maybe. Ten times out of ten is like, fam, you might sit there for a second and be like, eh, the Larry Davis shit, like, whoa. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I, and, I, and I do, I want to go back to that, like, uh, the lowlights with yeah. Bucky. Man, like, Bucky is Bucky was so great in, like, the movies and, you know, you see him and it's a story and there's something more there and it's like, well, I want to explore this, but... Just I don't know, man. I just I just don't like the way they fumbled it. You know what I mean? It, it was it was like real Game of Thrones ish to me, uh, fumbling that type of character. You know, like. Yeah, well, yeah, I think that part. I think that part is always going to be difficult because when he is set up initially as the bad guy, yeah, when it start yeah. when this when his whole run starts, yeah, like they make him seem like this very very impossible like person to defeat even for somebody like cap who's incredibly strong absolutely but now you get to the point where now he's a good guy and kind of like doing the whole like i'm struggling with this type of thing mm -hmm. yeah, um yeah, i know a lot true. of people really like the character that's true uh, i i felt like in a lot of ways in the show and it's to honestly to sam sam wilson's detriment really like i thought they did his character better than sam wilson to me to me personally because mm. Yeah, you saw you saw Bucky making more moves than Sam. Bucky's talking to the Wakandans and 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 doing a whole bunch of other stuff. It was, he's making a lot of chess moves. Now, I think the conflict the conflict of the character I think is a fair point to bring up, and that's where I'm interested to see where this goes next. When as they've now thrown him yeah. into this uh, this Thunderbolts team, yeah. and what that's gonna what that's gonna look like for him. Yeah. I, I'm not I think sure that might bridge the gap. That might be that might do a little more. Of like, oh shit, okay, like this makes sense, and then the, you know what I mean? Like it might, it might connect it a little better. So, yeah, I'm, I should, I'm here I for should, it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I should, I should also ask you because I, I know most people did not like the Eternals. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, were, were, that, that, tell me, <laughs> I want to hear it because um, most people didn't like it. I wasn't mad at it. I'm not gonna lie. 
I, I, I wasn't. I think, I, wasn't... I think it's not as bad as yeah. how people are talking no, no, no. about it. It's it's definitely not as bad as people made it out to be. I think the problem is, is it may not be as good as people made it out to be. That like, too. people might have you know really sold it a lot. I thought it was a solid movie. Like it for me to again for something for me to be like kind of not. I don't want to say I wasn't interested in watching it. I just my expectations weren't through the roof. My right. expectations were just kind of like tempered. I think that was at a fair point where I was like, okay, let's see what's up. And as it went, even just the beginning of it, like the first, you know what I mean? It it was a good movie. I I I thought it was I, I thought it was good. I thought it, I thought Eternals was good. I think the funny thing about this, and this was something that we did say at the time, and I think I feel pretty consistently about it. I, I agree, absolutely agree with you. I don't think it's as bad as what people were saying. The issue with the movie is it can never be as good as you want it to be because there's there's just way too many characters. There's way too yeah. many main characters to. There's too many people to please. Of, it's way yeah, too many. You can't to like to parse out their stories and give this one this and give this one yeah. that. I actually think this would have worked out better as a series when you can oh, kind of like. It, yes, this and the and the Falcon and Winter Soldier shit should have switched places. We should have got a, a Winter Soldier, like a Falcon and Winter Soldier Falcon movie. Winter Soldier movie? I and agree. then the Eternal Show. Yeah. One million per- Yes, absolutely. I'm glad we was able to bring that back full circle because yes. I feel the exact same way. Because, like, it was, it was so good that, like, it started off like how a show would start off. Like, oh, shit, they're already building up the characters from, like, scene one, scene two. Like, they're building this up. Yes. You know? If you... Yeah, if you're... I, I would... If you're listening to this Marvel Studios... I really will stress this point. If you're listening to this, perhaps maybe that that should have been the choice. And maybe we don't have to do the whole six hour movie thing. Maybe just wow. make movies, movies. <laughs> and um, and when you get characters, because that's what Eternals really felt to me at the end of the day. I thought it just felt over. It was a little overstuffed. Yeah, I think yeah. I think a lot of the stuff, there's a lot of good. If you like really look at there's 100%. a lot of there's a lot of good in that movie. But it, it was over overstuffed overall. But yeah. We'll see, we'll see what happens with the MCU going forward. It's going to be interesting. We still got yeah. She-Hulk going on right now. We got the werewolf special in a couple of weeks. Yes. Um, a, a little Halloween treat for everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mariano. Yes, sir. Uh, we got we got to do this more often. No, we, we de- have to. listen. We absolutely do, bro. Listen, every single is is nothing, bro. I'm I'm a text message away. Um. I'm here, bro. You know what I mean. I'm, it's always a pleasure for me to stop in, kick it with you. You better be careful because I might take you up on this. We listen. We, <laughs> <laughs> we we talk off of this as well. You know what I mean? Just yes, life we shit. Do. Just you know, hey, bro, how you been? Yo, what's going on? What's good? So it's nothing, man. It's, it's, it's never nothing. I'm always, you know, very appreciative and very just like honored and privileged to be on this platform because, like I said, y'all do great things, man. Y'all do incredible things. So to keep me being a part of it is great, man. I appreciate it. No, absolutely. And and I think more so than anybody else, people know this already, but I don't just consider you a friend of the show. You're an actual friend. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. You already know, bro. You you are. So know. like it's 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 nothing but love. Yeah, always. Always, man, always. Um, Jake, we will we will get you back next yeah, week. Jake, holler at me. Let me know how I did, man. Holler at me, Jake. I, I value your opinion greatly, my guy. Holler at me. Let me know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got the do rag on and all that right now. So let me know, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he actually probably is. Yeah, when he edits this, he'll see the video. Um, Mar, uh, Mari, where can we follow you? Where can we find where you do what you're doing? Man, I'm I'm out here right now, man. Um, on on Twitter, you can follow me at Mariano Two Ns Two Os. 
uh, on Instagram, it's at Mariano Bivens. Yeah, tap in, man. Bomb Network at B-O-M-M Network on Instagram and Twitter. The Barber's Chair Network, holler at us. We are out here. We live tweeting football games and, you know, all type of events and it's all type of podcasts popping up. It's just all type of shit, man. It's supposed to be a whole family thing, you know? So just holler at me, man. Wonderful, wonderful. And, of course, you can follow Jake at the Jake Christie. Follow me at Anthony Canton underscore three. Follow the show on Twitter at MC University Pod. We do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash MC University Pod, where you can get all of our bonus content. We will be doing a subscriber mailbag next week. And Jake already put the tweet out, but his mom will be joining <laughs> us. So oh, there, will be, okay. there will be, if you have questions for Jake's mom about Jake in particular, <laughs> ask away, ask away. And oh, that's going to be fun. That's going to be Jake is going to love that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm no, he definitely will. And and uh yeah, make sure you ask your questions there. Um make sure that you five star, five star, five star review yes. this show. Yes. And um yes, it, it's gonna be an ex- it's an exciting time for Marvel Studios. We're not that far away from not only Werewolf by Night, but Wakanda Forever is literally right Ooh, around, right the, around corner. the corner. Boy. Ooh, right around the corner. Shit. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be something else. Yeah, so it's gonna be one of them. Mm. Very excited. And for Mariano Bivens, I'm Anthony Canton III. This has been Marvel Cinematic University, and we will talk to you next time.